Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, I'm Sandy Toxvig, and this is We Will Get Past This where I welcome you into my calm room of books so I can share tales from history of various deeds. Some brave, some baffling, others downright idiotic in a bid to comfort the soul in this challenging time we find ourselves in. Some of these were recorded with specific dates in mind, but as we've all come to realise, none of that kind of thing really matters. My diary's wide open. There are no rules about when something can be enjoyed, so take a moment to relax and remember this. We'll get past this. Hello, uh, I'm recording this a little late today because I can't find the bloody dog. Anyway, April the 4th, which is where I am currently, is the birthday of circus. Who doesn't want to celebrate that? Uh, well, people who have colorophobia, which is fear of clowns, it is rare, but out of respect, I am not wearing a red nose today. Actually, the truth is my wife and I couldn't find anything to make one, so I'm just going to have to carry on drinking and let one develop naturally. I love the circus. Uh, years ago, I used to make clown shoes and that was no small feat. It's, a, it's an old joke. I love an old gag, although to be honest, I have to say some of the topical ones do fade a bit. So like a good gag about the Kaiser, for example, which made people sob just before the First World War, is hard to sell these days. Uh, the Kaiser has taken umbrage. What? Umbrage Wells? Yeah. Uh, the circus, however, has been going strong for more than 250 years. It was today, in 1768, that Philip Astley staged the very first modern circus in what are probably now the grounds of St Thomas's Hospital in London. Uh, he started the whole thing in a field called Hapenny Hatch with his wife, Patty Jones. Uh, they did trick riding on horses. I know a lot about Philip, but as is the way of history, I know absolutely nothing about Patty, except she was married to Philip and she can't have been too shabby on a horse. So it turns out uh, circus rings are round because anybody deciding to stand on the back of a horse finds it easier to race round in a circle. It's something to do with centrifugal force, at which point I lost interest. Anyway, there's only so much equine excitement people can take, and presumably, I don't know, the horses needed to come off every now and then for a drink of water. So uh, Philip started putting on acrobats and jugglers to keep the crowd from drifting off. Uh, then clowns were added to fill in the gaps. I love that the esteemed profession of comedy is basically a gap filler. So in my beloved book of days, uh, Robert Chambers writes about Philip Astley, uh, but uh, he doesn't do so until much later in the year. Today, he does, however, 
talk about comedy. And he does so in the shape of Joe Haynes, who died today in 1701. Uh, so Joe is listed in here as an actor, singer, dancer, guitar player, fortune teller and author. It's the kind of portfolio career many of us long for. Indeed, I think if we stay in isolation much longer, I plan to extend my skill set into the fortune-telling business. I, I think I may have a knack for it. I firmly predict that when the history of the intelligentsia is written, Donald Trump will not have a listing. I love Joe Haynes. Uh, he does seem to have been bright. He went to Oxford and, like myself, could have had the sort of career to make his parents proud. So he got a job as Latin secretary to Sir Joseph Wilkinson, who was Secretary of State. This is not a job which has ever occurred to me. Latin secretary. I love Latin. It's the only language about which a teacher can say to a student, your skill is declining, and mean that as a compliment. So apparently, Joe Haynes, future comedian, lost his Latin secretary gig because he couldn't keep a secret which in the Secretary of State business turns out to be key. Out of work, he decided to be a comedian. It's a story which I have heard often in the backstage chatter of the frankly directionless but professionally funny men and women that I know. So Joe went on to find fame and fortune at the Drury Lane Theatre, where Chambers says he was the first to introduce, and I'm going to quote here, the absurd but mirth-provoking performance of delivering a speech from the back of an ass on the stage. Really? I mean, I've checked this out, and it turns out this was a fairly popular method of raising a laugh with an audience. Why the hell it fell out of favour, I have no idea. I mean, there are plenty of asses in show business. So I knew I had read about Joe Haynes somewhere else, and I remembered that he is mentioned uh, in this marvellous book about the art of slapstick, which I just hit myself in the face with. Uh, I love a bit of physical comedy. Uh, I've, rarely I've rarely laughed more. Uh, my wife's laughing. I've rarely laughed more uh, than when Boris Johnson got stuck on a zip wire. So topical jokes may fade, but the joke that lasts through the generations is anything which involves other people falling over. As I'm sure we're all discovering, uh, you can waste hours of life watching innocent folk career to the ground on the internet as gravity defeats their best intentions. Uh, the comedy of misfortune has been around for as long as people have been forced to live together. So I learned in here nearly 3,000 years ago, the Greeks were splitting their togged sides at professional fools called Mimi or Mami. And you find examples in early Chinese and Hindu performances and even among the Hopi Indians and the indigenous people of Papua New Guinea. Now, the Romans loved a pantomime, and medieval kings and queens couldn't do without a jester. Actually, you're probably imagining that these motleyed fools were all boys, but not so. Uh, Mary, Queen of Scots, jester was a woman, a French woman called Nicola. Apparently, she was the queen of banter, but none of her wit has survived. All we have is a list of the money that was spent on her clothes. Uh, thus, I can tell you that in 1564, she was given a blue velvet bonnet. Yeah, so much of history is down to what accountants thought necessary to record, and they don't tend to write down the punchlines. Uh, then there was Madame Dore, who performed hilariously at the inauguration of the Order of the Golden Fleece in Bruges in 1429, and Jane the Fool, who raised laughs in the mid-16th century as court jester to the Queen's Catherine Parr, and Mary I, and possibly uh, also to Anne Boleyn. Uh, as far as I know, she's possibly the only female court jester ever depicted. You might see her in a few paintings. 
How I would love to go and watch something knockabout right now, or indeed anything at the theatre. I can't believe they're all closed. Although it's not the first time uh, the Puritans, who were frankly no fun at all, uh, closed all English theatres in 1642, so the public had to be entertained instead in the street and at market fairs. In fact, much of modern comedy comes from the Italian improvised tradition known as Commedia dell'arte, uh, which involved a lot of physical mucking about, so much so that you didn't actually need to understand the language to get the joke. Uh, in the late 17th century, there were whole troops of these Italian entertainers who were very popular in London, although not everybody was a fan. One uptight English critic wrote that they were fit only to lift up a loud laughter and nothing else. As if that wasn't enough. Anyway, Philip Astley, king of the circus ring, died of gout. So maybe the drinking thing till my nose is red is not a good idea. How I'd love to have seen Joe Haynes on an ass. I've done some physical comedy in my time, although it's possible I'm, I'm more comfortable with something a little bit more bookish. Uh, oh, try this one. Uh, Cicero is speaking in the Roman Forum and all the senators are listening. And as one senator turns up late and as he slips into his seat, he whispers to another one, what's Cicero talking about? I don't know, replies the other senator. He hasn't got to the verb yet. It's a good, it's a good, it's a, I think, okay, it might, might work better in Latin, that joke. Anyway, if you're having a tough time, remember this. Caesar, Siviverat, ad rimum ereris. If Caesar were alive, you'd be chained to an oar. Cheerio. Esto beninus. Take care. Be kind. Wow. Oh, ha. Wow. He did a complete double somersault there. I found the dog, though. See you next time. We will get past this. bloomers tend to have more curiosity they tend to have more resilience their stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men what if everything we've been taught is just all wrong what's worth more than this fear right now and that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being listen to deeply personal insightful and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers listen and subscribe to the unmistakable creative wherever you get your podcasts ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.